You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the podcast. I hope everybody out there is doing fantastic. Brian, what is up, my friend? It's another great day to be a Ute, Jake, even though there is some not so great news that came out uh, officially on Monday. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that. But there is promising news on the horizon because if you're listening to this on Tuesday morning, you're expecting a schedule announcement. That is a good point. We are going to talk about that. Uh, The Pac-12 set to release the 2021 schedules. Not going to be a ton of surprises in there, obviously. Just more of learning, okay, where are home and away games going to land? That's what we'll talk about here. Also do need to talk about the latest when it comes to Guy Holiday. A very interesting situation all the way around there that we'll dig into. And, of course, catch up on everything else going on with the Utes. Women's Hoops program getting ready for the Pac-12 tournament. So plenty to get to ahead on today's show. What do you say, Brian? Should we get going here? Nothing stopping us, Jake. Nothing holding us back. We're ready to go. Let's do this thing. This is the Locked On Utes podcast for March 2nd, 2021. My name is Jake Hatch. That is Brian Brown Bear himself. Brian, what do we need our listeners to do overall when it comes to this podcast? There's one specific request we have for our listeners. Buy Build Bar. Okay. Okay. Besides Built Bar. Sorry, I probably should have put that with number one. Number two on the list. Go ahead. You got to subscribe, rate, and review, everybody. It's 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 how we build growth. You know, it, I don't know if you read the uh, Locked On podcast network newsletter jake but we got a little liner in there as as one of the faster growing podcasts under the college football or the college sports banner so thank you everybody for subscribing rating reviewing uh for leaving your review on on apple podcasts Mm -hmm. on on itunes or wherever that is i'm clearly an apple guy here aren't i jake No, but it is. It actually was cool to see us get a little bit of a shout out. Obviously, we are building this thing. We're three months into this venture, actually over three months into this venture, and it's been an absolute blast. Having a lot of fun with it, carrying you guys on through this offseason, looking ahead to the football season upcoming, but still plenty to talk about. Let's start off on the guy holiday front here, Brian. We left off yesterday with what I would term unanswered questions. We didn't necessarily know exactly what the status for Guy Holiday was with regards to his job status at the University of Utah, but clarification came yesterday, and it may not have been via official channels, but for all intents and purposes, Guy Holiday is out at Utah and moving on to different ventures. It, it did come out in kind of a bumpy fashion, I think, in in I'm sure if if all parties involved had it to do over again, they would probably want it to be a little bit more smooth of a transition. But Guy did tweet out, if you know me, no one speaks for me. I speak for myself. The only thing anyone wants is an opportunity. I'm thankful for the opportunity. At the end of the day, no fan, no game ever meant more to me than my players. Change is consistent in life, and I love new challenges. And it was just typical Guy Holiday, upbeat attitude, 
sharing his his true emotions in terms of being grateful and showing gratitude, humility, and and that he was always the kind of person that would attack a new challenge head on with a, you know, a, a positive attitude. Uh, I think as, as you and I have both talked to people behind the scenes, it sounded like this was not something um, that was meant to go down this way. I think Utah was hoping that maybe guy could secure another job mm -hmm. so that it wouldn't have to be something along the lines of looking like he was fired. Uh, that is something we talked about actually on the Monday podcast, and it is not uncommon at all in college athletics, especially in the coaching industry. And what it is, is it's a way for coaches to, to really, you know, save, not save face so much, but just to, to kind of find a new landing spot gently. Well, um, okay, here's the thing. I think it affects in almost any industry. If you can uh, avoid the outright firing term to be fired term, you want to avoid that at all costs. Let's be honest with that. You don't want that on your resume. And it's the same thing in the coaching world, obviously. Guy Holiday does not want to have to go and find a new job and then ask him, well, why were you fired from the University of Utah? That's just not what you want. And that happens in almost any facet of life when it comes to our careers. But nonetheless, it was a bumpy kind of convoluted situation that we that the University of Utah found themselves in with regards to letting him go. So, Brian, I guess my question is, is what exactly led up to this? Because obviously Guy Holiday came to Utah with a lot of fanfare, having had a pretty successful run in Provo at BYU. Obviously worked at UTEP and other uh, programs before that. Had been a longtime coach, but it just seems like uh, something happened. Do you have any more in terms of the background on what led us to this point and where we're at? Yeah, definitely. This was a decision that was made kind of in con conjunction at the athletic department between, I believe, Kyle Whittingham and uh, uh, athletic director Mark Harlan. Uh, I, I think that this, <clears throat> the primary reason, and, and as we've seen on social media, people absolutely love Guy Holiday, mm -hmm. his, his messages of empowerment and, and everything like that, that he's always tweeted out, the way that he's interacted with so many of us in the media, I think is is a big reason for that, just his general personality. He is absolutely one of the best best guys in the industry, for lack of a for terrible pun. I did not mean that one. Um, it, it's hard to talk about it because I think – these decisions happen to a lot of good people mm -hmm. and that is part of the job and you never want to see good people get fired. I, I've seen it happen way too much, but at the same time, this is a results-based industry. I talked to a coach one time who said, I, the only reason that I'm in it is to mentor and to help, help these kids grow and develop. But I understand that the bottom line is always going to be winning and while Utah was successful, the receiver group had taken a few hits and they were not successful in securing the recruits that they were hoping and or expecting to secure throughout the 2021 recruiting class prospect process. I think he probably would have been okay had that, you know, had that still occurred and they would have been able to keep receivers in the program because the pipe would have stayed plenty full and plenty fresh you get the two transfers out, and at the same time, they were unable to secure any transfers to backfill those guys from the transfer portal. I think those two situations are the motivating factors in what led to this decision. And, you know, it's always hard to to try and separate those kinds of things, but it, it does need to be made, 
note that Kyle Whittingham has proven that he's not going to let things get in the way of, of getting this program a championship before he leaves. Yeah. And so he had to make a tough decision and, and unfortunately guy holiday is out because of it. Okay. So one other thing we need to hit on here, Brian, before we move on to other topics is now looking forward, obviously guy holiday, it appears he is out. And by the way, if you're listening to this early enough here on a Tuesday, if you guys want to tune into the zone sports network, guy holiday is scheduled to join DJ and PK, the show that I produce every day. He's scheduled to join the show at eight Oh five AM mountain times. So if you're up early enough, you've listened to this, you can tune into that. We'll put it on social media as well. You guys can listen to him kind of explain the situation, but Brian, looking forward now what is Utah going to prioritize when it comes to finding a new wide receivers coach I think what you just mentioned the fact that you need to find a guy who is a dogged recruiter who can just get out there and get after it and find guys whether it's in the transfer portal or it's the high school ranks the juco ranks to come in and be difference makers the wide receiver position is that kind of the overarching thing of what Kyle Whittingham will prioritize in this search without a doubt it'll be a young ambitious recruiter the preference I'm sure would be somebody who's had success already, maybe at a mid mid major program or uh, somebody who maybe is looking for a bounce back opportunity, but it has deep ties uh, in the recruiting world. This is becoming a young coach's game for sure. And Mm -hmm. the ability to be able to be on your grind, I think has has been demonstrated by coaches like Colton Swan and Kyle McDonald, who have absolutely improved the level of talent in their respective playing playing rooms uh, since arriving at the University of Utah. And and that trend will need to continue. I think when you have a coach, the caliber of Kyle Whittingham, the player development will always be in place. Mm-hmm. You'll always have ability to really get the best out of those players. The, the counter to that is always going to be, well, Utah doesn't throw the ball enough. Interesting counter because some of the best teams in terms of yards per reception are rushing leaders, teams like North Carolina, Coastal Carolina, teams with prolific rushing games typically have big statistics in terms of yards per reception, touchdown to interception ratio, everything of that nature. So the production can still be there for the wide receivers with a team that is very run-oriented. But it will absolutely need to come by way of, of finding the right guys that want to play in the University of Utah system that are willing to do things the Utah way. And they need to find someone who is a dynamite recruiter who can sell that to these to this next generation coming up. Yeah, absolutely. And that'll be an important, important factor. We'll, we'll be sure over the next coming days and weeks, however long it takes the the program, Kyle Whittingham, to find a new coach. We'll bring you any and all that we hear in terms of candidates, what they're looking for, how things are progressing in that facet. We'll bring that all to you guys. But coming up here momentarily, well, whoever takes over as wide receiver position group coach, well, once they get here, they will know exactly what the schedule layout is going to be. So we're going to talk about that here momentarily. Today, Tuesday, the Pac-12 is going to announce the 2021 schedule. We'll share some of what we kind of expect to come out of this. We'll get to all of that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at Rock Auto. Brian, I know you've had a recent experience with Rock Auto. I'm actually starting to see more Rock Auto ads on TV as well. What it is is Rock Auto wants to kind of take the stress out of getting the parts for your vehicle and just make it simple for you guys. You don't have to go to a chain store, have the guy there say, what are you looking for? Well, I've got option A or I've got option B. At Rock Auto, you've got every option under the sun that is available to you guys. And the best part about it, the prices are always reliably low. Don't leave it up to an hourly rep that's at a store, maybe part-time. 
to make the right decision for the part that you need for your car and don't overpay at a brick and mortar store. When you can go to rockauto.com, they've been in business for 20 years. They have all the parts that you need for every make and model. That is part of the reason why they've been able to stay in business for 20 years. That and the ability to sell auto parts at a below store costs. Uh, they don't discriminate between uh, professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Everyone gets the same rate. And because of that, they've been able to provide a great service to a multitude of people. Guys like you and me, Jake, mm-hmm. just wanted to get a brake job done on a Saturday. Let's put it this way. Brian and I, this podcast is not making us rich. We can we can be clear about that. But the best part is when it comes to our vehicles, we can save a pretty penny and we do it with Rock Auto. While you're there at rockauto.com, make sure to put in Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box. That way they can give us some credit for sending you guys to check them out. The best part about Rock Auto, it's amazing selection, reliably low pricing, all the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. That's our good friends at rockauto.com. All right, Brian, as I mentioned a minute ago, there's a chance for those of you listening early on in the morning to hear Guy Holiday on the Zone Sports Network. Well, additionally this morning, there is going to be a three, count them, three-hour special to announce the 2021 Pac-12 football schedule for all 12 programs in the conference. This will be interesting, Brian, three hours worth of content. Are they going to really be able to pump this for three hours? I've got my doubts, but we're going to find out. The good news is that they will probably be talking to every single head coach in the Pac-12 throughout that broadcast. I would imagine that the actual schedule release, fingers crossed, won't actually go across the full three-hour scope. But it is an interesting pivot by the Pac-12 and and then maybe an opportunity to try and get some more eyeballs on their network. I don't know how successful a (laughs) three-hour schedule release show is when it's hard enough to keep people's attention through a half-hour schedule release or a March Madness bracket release or anything of that nature. (laughs) So the hope will be that the important news gets out early in this. And then if you do want to tune in to listen to Kyle Whittingham's comments, he will be on air on the Pac-12 Network and the SiriusXM Pac-12 radio uh, at 11.50 local time, mountain time. Okay, so here, here's here's how I would go about it, Brian, if I were programming this show. I'd do it like they've been doing with the NCAA tournament brackets in recent years, where you throw the entire thing up right at the start. You just get it out of the way and let people see it, and then kind of backfill with the conversations about the schedule, how things lay out, get the coaches on, all that stuff. But you and I both know this is going to be a team-by-team deal, and it's going to be an extensive breakdown of those schedules, the home, the away splits, uh, the hardest home game, the hardest away games, the the bye weeks, how they fall, all that stuff is all going to be part of this conversation. And the funny thing about this is we already know what the schedule is going to be for Utah we know who they're playing. We already know their non-conference schedule. We know who they're playing in conference. The bigger thing we're going to learn in this reveal today is how things lay out. How many, uh, if you have a back-to-back road set in the Pac-12, let's say you go to USC and then follow that up with a home game on a Friday night, you just you find out all of how everything's going to lay out. And that's where I think the intrigue is in all of this, is how the home and away splits are going to go for the Utes and other Pac-12 programs. 
hundred percent. And I think if you're going off based off of last year's schedule, it'll be very fascinating to find out if there's going to be a carryover to where you're just playing at UCLA, mm-hmm. or if they're going to skip that game altogether, make UCLA come to Salt Lake city because the Utes do need to travel to USC in terms of the order. And that game was actually played. Whereas the Utah versus UCLA game never was. So that's all going to be fascinating. Like you talked about where the schedule will set up in terms of who plays when are you going to have to go down to Arizona early on in the season, or will that be later in the year where maybe you can actually enjoy the the heat as opposed to just melting in it? Uh, who will be coming to rice Eccles in November? When's going to be the difficult stretch? How many road games will you have to play in a row? All those kinds of things will be factors into it. And the level of difficulty will say a lot about what the conference thinks in terms of who the contenders should be, because we've seen in years past that they've tended to give a little bit more scheduling breaks to the teams that are at the top of the conference. Yeah, and that's going to be the interesting part. Obviously, we feel like Utah is going to be in the mix here challenging at least for the Pac-12 South. Well, you're going to look at the other quote-unquote contenders in that division and across the conference, and you're going to want to see how their schedule lays out, obviously, as well. You want to see where USC, how they're lining up, how Arizona State's going to line up, what's Oregon and Washington doing in the North Division, because you're obviously schedule-watching with all these other programs, trying to make sure that you guys, uh, speaking of the Utes, make sure that your guys... Uh, have the how am I trying to say this uh, not the advantage but you want to see where you might be able to take advantage of a schedule that's what I'm trying to say you want to see where you might get a break whereas another program maybe has just a, a tough two game stretch where you may get an easier opportunity to pick up some wins obviously it's all going to be played out on the field this fall but finally seeing the schedule itself is going to help us kind of start to pl- figure out okay where could things break for any one of these programs Absolutely. And I I think it'll be fascinating to see what the conference does. If maybe there are some sort of tweaks or if there's an adjustment or a reset button uh, along with all of it, I I think there's probably a reason it's taken as long as it has, because most other conferences have released their schedules. Uh, Maybe there is some negotiation on the part of the conference to make sure that there are actual times scheduling times set into place. It's hard to say with a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, because the TV schedules are all fluid. But you've seen, I thought, a a really successful move with moving the Pac-12 window up to that uh, big noon kickoff spot, where it's, even though it's an early kickoff here on on the, the western half of the United States, it's a noon kickoff on the eastern half. And I think that if you can get more of those kinds of games on air for the Pac-12 network, you're going to have a much better opportunity to market your conference and get eyes on it and everything like that. Um, it will be, a, I'm really fascinated to see how they fill three hours, man. <laughs> I, you and me both, dude. I, I, man, I, I okay. I'll, to be honest with you guys, I work in programming. Obviously I, I, I run a radio show every day and I'm, I'm fully aware of what goes into stuff. And I know that the PAC 12 is trying to capitalize on having kind of the spotlight on themselves, but man, three hours, that is a really, really long show. But if there is one person in this industry, in the TV industry that can fill that three hours with thoughts on every program in depth, it is our man, Yogi Roth. 
Best in the business, without a doubt. Absolutely. So we will be tracking that. We'll have more on this, obviously, tomorrow, looking at how the schedule breaks for Utah. We'll break that down for you. But coming up here momentarily, let's catch up everything else on what's going on with the Utes. The Women's Hoops program headed to Sin City to get things going in the Pac-12 tournament. We'll touch on that. We'll also catch you up on some of the other news and notes involving Utah athletics as well. That's all coming up here momentarily. Brian, let's take a minute here, though, and talk about our good friends at betonline.ag. I know you've been doing the parlay a day. How did we do last night? We we took we took an L, Jake. There's okay. no doubt about it. it. We're we're in a we're in a hole. We're in a bit of a cold streak. Uh, it's time to re revamp things. But the good news is, is that the winnings have subsided us to get to this point. So we're still staying with it. You don't have to go to Sin City along with the women's basketball team, though, Jake. Because you can just go to betonline.ag and place your bets there. Yeah, you no longer have to drive to place your bets. You can do it all online. The best part about it, Bet Online, it's all free to sign up. Go to betonline.ag, get your free account there. While you're there, though, Brian, they are still offering our listeners a 50% welcome bonus. If you want free money to bet with, courtesy of Bet Online, all you got to do is go to betonline.ag, use the promo code locked on when you make that first deposit. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus, free money to play around with and hopefully you don't endure the same cold streak that Brian is on and you can start off on a hot streak and start putting some money away and winning it in there in the betting world real simple to do betonline.ag take advantage of that promo code locked on when you get a 50% welcome bonus thank our friends at betonline your online sportsbook experts Brian, we want to remind our listeners, of course, we aim to keep you guys up to speed on everything going on with the Utes every single day here on this podcast. But if you guys want to get up to speed on everything going on in the sports world at large, check out the Locked On Today podcast. It is a podcast, 20 minutes or less, that gets you caught up on all the biggest storylines, the biggest talking points when it comes to the biggest stories in the sports world. It's hosted by Peter Bukowski, and it's part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I know you're a listener to it. I listen to it every day on my way into the station going into the zone sports network on my early morning drives it gets me caught up on some of the storylines i may have missed from the night previous but it is a fantastic addition to my podcast feed i want to encourage everybody download it wherever you get your podcasts all right brian on our way out the door here let's touch on some other topics with regards to utah athletics i do want to start off with this though utah softball obviously the playing in the pac-12 they play in one of the premier conferences when it comes to women's softball out there I, I would re- venture to say and I've got a little more of a background in softball simply due to the fact that my wife was a division one softball player I would say that the Pac-12 they are top two if not top three in terms of overall conferences in softball and that's mainly due to the Southern California connections that s- the softball world has but the Utes, man, they played number one UCLA and hung tough with the Bruins. And I have to say the Bruins, they are legit. They are the number one team ranked, number one ranked team. I don't know why reverse that. <laughs> number <laughs> team <laughs> run ranked. Wow, 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 back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm glad we're on the same page with that one. But tough, hung in there really, really tough against the UCLA Bruins. Uh, dropped a, a close, close game, six to five. Uh, the Bruins, as we mentioned, are ranked number one overall in all of college softball. Uh, you know, one of those perennial powerhouses, along with Florida, Washington, et cetera, mm-hmm. in women's softball. But this is a team that has high expectations for themselves after getting through as much as they could in 2020 uh, by 
winning 14 games and only dropping four, uh, 78% winning percentage, you know, and, and they hadn't actually gotten into the, the heart of the conference schedule yet. But I think this is a team that has a lot to prove. And, and they did it by stepping in against UCLA. And UCLA had to score three runs in the sixth inning as a rally to try and get past the Utes, and they were able to do it. And the Utes just weren't able to post a run there in the bottom of the sixth or the seventh. And and so they drop a close one on the road. They'll be on the road for the next little while as well. Coming up here, as is just the case with all of these poor yeah. spring sports that play in Utah. If you're a cold-weather sport, you're going to spend most of the first part of your season on the road. That That's just a simple fact of the matter. But the nice part is, Utah, there is no shortage of high-level competition. You've got Arizona, who's ranked number three in the country, if I'm not mistaken. Washington ranked in the top five. They were two at one point, if I'm not mistaken. So the, the Ute softball program, they're going to have to bring their A game every Every time they are out there. But you know what? When you're facing off against the likes that they are facing with UCLA, Washington, Arizona, just to name a few, it's really easy to bring that A game. Let's put it that way. You show up. All right. One other note for you guys is that we are looking forward to the Pac-12 tournament getting underway for the women's basketball program at Utah. They are headed to Las Vegas. They will have their first round matchup tomorrow against Washington State. Brian, there was an announcement over the weekend that the Utes were had to uh, – cancel a game due to COVID concerns with their program. What is the latest with regards to the upcoming conference tournament for the Utes? So the Utes will be able to participate in the conference tournament. There was some debate earlier about whether or not they would have enough players to actually participate. That is the case. As we know throughout this process with COVID, they do not release names of which players that it, it was that tested positive or which players that are out due to contract contact tracing. Um, but we do expect the Utes to uh, to play on Wednesday, barring any other unforeseen circumstances. And that game will be on the Pac-12 network, which is that's great. Yeah, it is, and that that's that's the fun part about about this. By the way, with the Pac-12 network, it's much maligned. We all know that with regards to uh, it not being distributed maybe properly, mainly on Directv and the like. But it does give an access point to fans of the quote-unquote Olympic sports that otherwise may not be available to you. And that's especially in the case here with women's basketball. Looking forward to the conference tournament coming. Hopefully, the youth can make a run here on the women's side of things. Obviously, men. Hoop still has two games this week as they close out their regular season. They will be headed to Las Vegas next week for the men's Pac-12 tournament. But you know what? It's March. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I love March Madness. I've got my fingers crossed that we get through all of March Madness this year with no issues. I can guarantee you this, Brian, and you, you probably will sign off on this. The NCAA will do everything under the sun. They will do whatever it takes to have the NCAA men's and women's basketball tournaments because they cannot afford to have another loss like they suffered last year, canceling both of those tournaments. The financial impact is just so drastic. And I think for those who, who aren't paying attention to the COVID numbers, the, the rates are dropping. It does, the vaccine rate is going up. It does feel like we are getting to the end of this uh, never ending March as it seems to be. And, and we're going to reset with this March being the way that it should have been last year. Yeah, absolutely. So we're looking forward to that. And obviously we'll continue to have everything covered for you from top to bottom when it comes to the University of Utah and all of their athletic programs. Brian, dispense upon our listeners a little bit of wisdom on our way out the door here. 
Silence is golden, Jake. Okay, I like that. Silence is golden. We'll, we'll go with that. I, sometimes, funny enough, we work in an audio medium. There are times that silence can absolutely be the right thing to go with. So until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Utes podcast for March 2nd, 2021, and we will talk to you guys manana.